So um, I'm from Juneau. I moved here in May. Um, and I'm Clinkett and Filipino on my dad's side. And um, in the Clinkett community, um, and well, throughout Southeast, there's a style of weaving called Chilkat weaving because it was controlled out of this village um, called Haynes. Um, and it's extremely complicated. And um, men in our, in our tribe are not allowed to learn Chilkat weaving um, unless they're gay. And so I'm gonna tell you my, how I came out of the closet to my family. Um, and I realized I was gay when I was 11, um, or about 11, and I couldn't come out to myself internally until I was about 14. Um, and my big brother, Joe, um, I remember he would pick me up from school kind of randomly um, when I was growing up, and we would drive around and spend time together. And it was always guy stuff. Joe was a dude. He loved, he was such a dude. He was a gold miner. Um, he, he loved Harleys and hunting. And I remember we got coffee. We went and got Irish cream mochas with uh, whipped cream and sprinkles. And, <clears throat> and yeah, I remember all of this very, very clearly. Um, and we went to a gun store and looked at all the guns and he, he was trying to talk to me and I don't know anything about the lingo of guns, but I can handle them. Anyways, um, I remember where we, we were driving down Mint Way and there's this one corner and a bunch of speed bumps and we were going up and down these speed bumps and it was really pressing on me to tell someone that I was gay. And I'd never told anyone um, and I could barely tell it to myself. And I said, Joe, I need to tell you something. And he said, he kind of embraced himself. He knew that it wasn't going to be easy. And he said, what, what do you need to tell me? And I just started crying. And I said, I'm gay. And um, we had a really long conversation after this. We were almost to the house. He was dropping me off um, at my parents' house when this all happened. Um, and so we sat in the car and just talked. And he had a list of questions. He, um, he said, well, are you still a Christian? I was only 14, um, and he said, you know, did something happen? You know, did, do you feel like this is a phase? Do you want to change? Can, you know, can you talk to someone about getting help? And I said, no, no, I don't, you know, I can't answer all of those questions, but I know that it's not a phase, and I'm telling you because I want you, because I don't want to have any secrets. That's, that's why I'm telling you because I love you and I, I wanna, you know, I don't wanna have any secrets and this is how, um, how, how it is and I can't change. Um, and so that was the beginning of a fun battle with my family, they're Pentecostal, um, so it's been a process, but I have, I've <laughs> definitely have a good relationship with my family and my brother actually passed away a year ago on September 7th, it's been one year. Um, but my story is about becoming a weaver, um, being out in the Native community um, has actually worked in my favor with Chilkat weaving. Um, I was in Haines about two years ago for a few weeks studying silver carving with a woman um, who's been, her name is Sue Folletti, she's been a silver carver for most of her life, and she invited me to come stay she had a loft I could stay in and help run her bed and breakfast and use her silver carving tools during the day. And then we would, um, she would mentor me at night when she was done with work. And I got an email from Clarissa 
Rizal, who is a Chilkat weaver, and she said that she'd been um, paying attention to me for a few years, and she saw how I was in the Native community and how I respected the art and was learning the language. And she said um, when she was learning in the 70s from Jenny Shanat in Haynes, Jenny was the last traditionally trained Chilkat weaver ever. And when she taught this class in the 70s, she was in her 80s. And there was this old, older man who would come into the class and just observe every day. And he brought a loom one day and sat down with all the other ladies who were in this class. Um, and he asked Jenny for help. And she started screaming, men don't weave! Men don't weave! And she, you know, was like almost violent for this man. And this, this poor man left without saying, he left all of his stuff and just, you know, left. And, and nobody, all the women there um, had no idea what to do. They just felt really bad for him. But later Jenny said, he's not funny. <laughs> funny men can weave. And, and so, so I was invited to do chill cat weaving and, um, and, and you know, it's, I, I weave every day and it's complicated and hard and there's times when I just have to set it down. I cover it up and come back to it another day, but it's honestly, um, it's something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So thanks.